Good morning. I am Danny, and you are listening to the Morning Bliss with Danny podcast. Grab your favorite morning drink and let's get started with today's episode. Hey guys, this is Danny here with the Morning Bliss with Danny podcast. I am so excited here to bring another guest onto my show. Her name is Genesis Amaris Kemp. Did I say that correctly? I hope yes, I yes, you awesome, did. awesome, yay! Okay, yay! I'm so excited. Yes, and we are actually going to be talking about passion today, guys, and purpose, and just these wonderful things to your life here. But as I start here, hello, how are you? I'm doing well, Danny. How are you? I'm great. Thank you. Thank you so much for being a guest on today's episode here. I know we're just very excited to bring you know some uplifting moments for everybody. You know, no matter what part of life that they're in. Yes, because I definitely feel like everyone needs to tap into their purpose as well as their passion and just, you know, take it head on, especially after the year that we were dealt last year. It's just, woo, just really threw us for a whirlwind. Yes. Oh my gosh, I agree so much. COVID has definitely put a wrench in what could be, but at the same time, I feel like there was so many great things that came out of it. And But, you know, for you, we could kind of start with that, too. You know, like, what was COVID like for you? You know, what happened with you and your purpose and your so, life? So, um, COVID for me was challenging last year as well as this year. And when I say challenging, my dad got sick during the pandemic. He did not have COVID, but we went to the hospital and we noticed that those who did not have COVID, their treatment was delayed. It took a lot longer and et cetera, because the hospital was, you know, just so filled with all the people who were coming in to do COVID testing for the people who had COVID and et cetera. And I felt like my dad's care, yes, he was getting care, but it wasn't like the care he would have received if it wasn't in pandemic, if that makes sense. Then one thing led to another. My dad's health started to decline and deteriorate. And then fast forwarding in um, November 25th, my dad actually passed away in the hospital. They found him unresponsive, which just really took me for a surprise because I'm like, his room was right across from the nurse's station. So were you not checking on him, etc.? And there were times when, you know, I would go visit my dad before they got really strict and they had the one visitor rule due to um, trying to reduce the risk or the amount of people that were coming to the hospital and etc. And sometimes he would literally be hitting the nurse's button and it would be 30 minutes to an hour, sometimes longer before a nurse came to his room. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And so all these thoughts started flooding back in my, in my head whenever, you know, I got the call that they had found my dad unresponsive because he went to the hospital then he came home and he went back to the hospital and it was just very hard then work um your work processes change because a lot of people who were in the office started working from home and etc so there was a lot of things that were happening in people's life in the background that you know led them to really soul searching and reflecting and you know some people lost their jobs but those who lost their jobs they started new businesses they started new um, careers and I felt like that was a part of them awakening themselves to their new um, purpose and passion because no one really envisioned you know a global pandemic Mm -hmm. 
Oh, yeah, absolutely. And my book came out last year, so that was something incredible because it came out during the pandemic. It came out a little bit before the whole Black Lives Matter movement, which was a coincidence. And then it was hard. Mm -hmm. It was hard to really celebrate the win of having my book out because my priority became, you know, taking care of my dad and making sure my dad had what he needed because my dad went to the hospital on May 21st. My book release on the market may 27th so six days later so you can't really you know celebrate because you have other things that's going on in the back if that makes sense Mm -hmm. absolutely yes oh well i'm so sorry for your dad and stuff too what a different you know a difficult situation to go through like you said because covid did it literally like kind of put everybody either in a very chaotic mode or a very sad just you know lonely kind of area and I have to admit, you know, we were just kind of in that midst too, like just working in a clinic for myself, you know, and yes, all of our stuff is outpatient, but we went from, you know, being a normal clinic that's busy on a normal day to now you can't even do elective things. You can't even come in for your own normal health exam every year that you would normally do. And so that was really a big change for us to tell everybody that, no, you can't really come in at all. Like, and we just kind of came down to this almost stop and you never normally see medicine just stop. But then, like you said, hospitals were just busy, you know, very COVID, everything very, you know, fast paced and lots of care, you know, was probably taken not in the best way, but as best as, you know, you can, I think too. I don't know how to say that probably the nicest way to, because it is, it's trying to figure out where the importance is and how to do this. And like you said too, there's just nothing we can do for COVID because nobody knows what it is. How do we deal with it? What do we do? So yes, but Oh my goodness. But how exciting for your book though. Like on a positive note to your book. Yes. So have you gotten to celebrate your wins with your book? Yes. My dad got to, you know, hold it and et cetera before he passed and et cetera. So that was a good win for me. Another win was just hearing, you know, the positive feedback and how it touched people's lives and et cetera. Then last week, the second edition of my book dropped because I went back and included a new chapter to really talk about 2020 and all the things that happened Mm -hmm. because I felt like that was part of my purpose and it was also part of my passion because one of my passion is to write Mm -hmm. but my purpose is also to spread encouragement motivation and inspiration to those people who are hurting but also to have calls of action to where people could really reflect on some of the things I said in my book and how it could apply to their lives whether it's something similar that they're going through or something different but I feel like when we come together and really um, share our stories our testimonies and are transparent with one another you don't know the impact that you can have on someone else's life yes I agree hugely and that was kind of you know where this podcast came from too you know I know you and I kind of talked about that a little bit in our talk before this and stuff too is that it is it's just trying to find a way to reach other people and to let them know that they're not alone and to share those things and to encourage them and uplift them and because it is it was a very very hard year and I think you know at the same time like I said there's a lot of great things that possibly came out of it too kind of made us realize a little bit more about our time what's the importance of our life how can we change it um I think I dealt with that more personally between my family and time and things like that it was a very 
eye-opening experience probably for me the most. But yes, yeah, just something Can like that. Can you share a little bit more about like what was eye-opening with you and your family? That way, you know, some of the listeners could hear how everyone's purpose and passion yeah. could be different. But if you start to talk about it, you could see similarities, um, commonalities, and you could mm-hmm. see how, you know, there could be intri- intricate pieces that can be woven in together and help you really ignite your purpose and passion especially if there may be someone listening who doesn't really know what their purpose and passion is or they don't know how to you know really formulate it Mm -hmm. in their mind to release it out with their words Mm -hmm. yeah definitely well I would definitely say my 2020 episode kind of talks about this a lot too is just kind of how the world for me was very chaotic, very busy. I committed myself to so many things and never took the time for the important things in my life too. And then all of a sudden my world had to come to a stop, you know, and it was between work and the things going on at home. My kids ended up being home and we now had to figure out a new normal for our life. You know, like what does this look like between school and work and different things? And for us, that was for, I should say more for me, that was very eye opening because I realized the time I wasn't spending with my family And then like with COVID kind of going on and the way it was taking kind of the older generation, then you think about the people that you couldn't see. And I actually tried to make a point to see my grandparents actually this last fall. Um, And anyway, the whole problem for that, honestly, was that I had been exposed to COVID, not with COVID or anything, but someone who had tested positive for it. And that took me away from seeing them. I could no longer go see them because they were uncomfortable with the idea of me seeing them, which I totally understood. And I would have hated if I was the one change in their life that possibly something could have happened because of that. And so it was, it just kind of brought up this scary time. And I also had some friends who went through a lot of their own personal issues and stuff with it. It scared them a lot. And trying to be like the strong one a little bit in that like how can you help somebody with that with something you don't know what it's going to look like what it's going to do you could say it's okay it's going to happen but reality you don't know if it will or not and I don't know that was just kind of that weird thing for me like how can you be this person that's strong and uplifting but also kind of going through it yourself being like how can I keep going what do I do next do I change my life differently sort of way yeah that's so that's so true and so um relevant because what you what you stated so many you know parents had to really adjust like because what are they going to do with their kids if their kids have to Mm -hmm. go to school virtually and the daycares are closed and etc so then you're balancing between okay uh is my job going to understand do I stay at home And when I say at home, is this going to eat up, you know, my vacation time and et cetera, even though it's not really a vacation per se and et cetera, there were so many Mm -hmm. different factors. And then I kept hearing a lot of parents say that the instructions that the teachers had weren't, weren't as thorough that then if they were going to school face to face and so now they're having to you know first of all figure out how to teach their kids and then they're trying to reach the teachers and etc who have their own kids to deal with and etc so it was just so much like compounding on people and one thing I I told someone like my close friends and etc is sometimes you just have to take a deep breath take a pause and step back and really evaluate um, 
the situation because we can be so overwhelmed by life, by you know, just so many things that are coming at us, whether it's work, school, family, friends, etc. And we feel like everything is just weighing down on our shoulders that we don't have that outlet. So then once everything starts to close in, you begin to ask yourself, like, am I living or am I existing? Am I doing what I was called to do? Like, am I walking in my purpose? Mm-hmm. Am I doing what I'm passionate about? Because if not, you get to the point where you're burnt out and then you're like, okay, this is not healthy. Then how do you get back up and you know get out of that burnout phase and I felt like a lot of people hit that burnout rock last year and then they and then now here we are in 2021 some of those people are trying to get out of that burnout phase into a new season and they're trying to recalibrate themselves to see okay what is my purpose and what is my passion because to me I feel like they can be intertwined but they're both different in a sense as first you really need to understand you know what you're passionate about what can you do that you can do for free or what are you good at that you can monetize and then your purpose I think that's something that's rooted deep down inside of you like spiritually it was like what you are placed Mm -hmm. on the earth to do like what's in your given DNA that you know no one can operate under your blessings Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. And I have to admit to kind of tag on to that. So I actually listened to church this morning and church's sermon was actually about your future. You know, it wasn't about like the book of Revelation or, you know, times coming to an end or anything. It was about your future, the way that the Holy Spirit can guide you, you know, and what are you actually on this earth for? And, you know, it, it, he talked a lot about, you know, like why God isn't here in person for that, you know, and that was for the Holy Spirit to be here, to be your guide, to help you as you make decisions. Because if somebody was here to think about it, like in a sense, like, hey, you can just go drive and ask them what to do. We would almost never make our own choices. We would never figure out what we are supposed to do. And there is, there is that purpose in our life. There is that reason that we were placed here. We're all so uniquely different and we bring certain things to the table for everybody. And I think our message can be such a wonderful piece for people to listen to and to find out because even if it all sounds almost the same, somebody's gone through something a little differently that somehow resonates with that one person a little exactly. bit better. Exactly. And I love that it was a coincidence <laughs> that your sermon this morning was on the subject of future because last week's sermon that I listened to was on I'm branded and it talked about how your wounds and your scars are your brands and each one of us has our own unique scars and wounds that we have endured and those wounds and scars set us apart with from other people and so we're not alike and you know don't be afraid to be who you are because your wounds and your scars are part of your brand and that's part of who you are and who God created you to be but so many times here in the natural and here um just going through like you know society so many people want to cover up their scars like for example people who have acne scars we want to cover it up with makeup because we don't like the way that it looks people who have you know c-sections like women they don't want like you know their cut to be shown so they wear like you know 
um, maybe tankinis or other things to you know hide mm-hmm. hide their scars because they don't like the way that it looks or they think that other right. people may comment on it or if we feel like you know someone's overweight or they want to lose weight they feel like okay all the pretty people are these models or what or whatnot and then so they try Mm -hmm. to adjust and you know change who they are to fit the norm or fit what looks cool or fit whatever everyone is buying versus like being who they were who they were created to be taking on their own identity and trying to instead of trying to go into the identity of someone else and I feel like when we try to operate in someone else's space it diminishes who we are and who we were created to be because now we're trying to be a replicate of something when we were meant to be the the original yes yes and I oh my gosh this I think sounds perfectly so it's like Um, the one thing that's been going through all of the social media right now is a glow stick has to be broken, you know, before it lights up. And it's almost like just thinking about that same thing. You are your own person and the things that have broken you make you shine that much brighter. And it's just, I love it so much. And now it's becoming a thing everywhere. And I feel like this story is just perfect for both of us being here. (laughs) We did that one of my, um, Bible studies that we had when I was working, Um, Because I recently got laid off from my corporate job, which is great because it pushes me further into what I want to do and really identify myself. Mm -hmm. So even though, yes, it's challenging, you're not going to have that income and that steadiness, but Mm -hmm. you won't know what other opportunities are out there if that door hadn't been closed. So I'm just thankful to God for pushing me pushing me out in a sense because he's pushing me further into my destiny and my purpose that he has for me because sometimes we can we as individuals can be stubborn and we can be you know so set in our comfort zone that we're afraid you know to be like peter and take that Mm -hmm. step out onto the water and walk and it's so funny that you said the glow stick because when I was working we had a woman's bible study that would meet every week and she passed out glow sticks one day and she cut off the light in the conference room and she's like break it and when we broke it she's like even though you may be in darkness your light still illuminates (laughs) hello I'm in the middle of recording (laughs) (laughs) sorry I did not hear her comment at all Okay, can I help you? Are you ready yet? Almost, yep. I'll be there in a little bit. Okay. Okay, thank you. Aw, no worries. Sorry. I did not hear her coming. Is that your oldies? Oh. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, I'm so sorry. You can go ahead and pick up that, too. So it was amazing because, like, um... You, you wouldn't have never thought about it until you had that visual representation and how many of us need mm-hmm. you know just like a little nudge a little sense of hope a little nugget even if it's something as small as a glow stick that little perspective could turn around our entire day or our life just by having a little instance of someone giving you a glow stick and telling you to break it and then you're able to like mm, yes. pair something from the natural into the spiritual ram because then you hear in the word of God that it says, you know, in um, 
in your weakness, I am your strength. In darkness, I am your light. And he talks about all the things that he does for us. But until like we come to a realization that we need to, you know, press in and look upwards to him and have that vertical relationship with him and talk to him as if we were talk to our spouse, talk to him as if we were talk to our brothers and sisters, and just really be real and transparent and let him know, hey, I'm not mm-hmm. perfect, but you know. I I need you to be a part of me and help me walk out this thing called life because it is definitely, you know, a journey. It's a marathon and not a sprint. And each one of us has to remember that we have to give ourselves grace and mercy. And even though we may fall and fail, it does not mean that we aren't capable of reaching our goals, our dreams and fulfilling our visions that we have. So, yes. Oh my gosh, that is perfect too. I love it. And, you know, kind of what you had just recently said, you know, about, you know, your door shutting and stuff too. My small story to go with that is I actually had moved out to Minnesota to be in nursing school. And I started nursing school. Well, at the time we were just so busy with two kids under two that I was like, nope, I can't do this right now. 8 a.m. class was not ideal with working super late into the night and having two kids and was just like, nope, can't do this. So, took a couple days, or I shouldn't say a couple days, a couple years off and went back and tried to do my LPN a little bit, you know, less time, a little bit less, you know, commitment to it. Anyway, then that didn't work out for its own reason. Well, I tried one more time after that and it still didn't. And as much as I have dreamed to be in medicine for my whole life, I am realizing that that was my dream and not God's dream for me because that door has pretty much just been shut it like it's not a thing that I open anymore I've just now come to the realization that that is not what my purpose in my life was meant to be and I've tried to accept that a little bit more every day (laughs) as hard as it was but you know just that same thing too that my purpose for what God has set out for me is bigger than what I had dreamed for myself and so I'm very excited to walk into all the things that have come up since then obviously like this podcast and the job that I currently have you know stuff I you would have asked me 10 years ago and I would have never told you I was doing any of this. Like there's no way. So I just love what God has envisioned for our lives and how we keep moving forward. And we just take, you know, this little step every day and just see what the big master plan is. And that's amazing because sometimes people fall into their purpose. Like they like just prime example of what you stated. And I can actually resonate with that because (laughs) when I was a kid, when people would ask me, Hey, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I would say, oh, I want to be a pediatrician because I love kids and I want to work with kids. And then fast forwarding Mm -hmm. to after high school, like, you know, after I got laid off working at the cancer center, I needed to find another job because I was doing a co-op program in school and it was part of my grade. So I fell into oil and gas and little did I know I was going to be stuck. Well, you know, in oil and gas for 11 and a half years yeah. until just recently, February, February 14th this year was the um, official layoff date. So I had four and a half years at a smaller oil and gas company and then seven and a half years were at a big fortune 500 oil and gas company. But I felt like, okay, maybe God, you know, caused the layoff because he's getting ready to pivot and redirect me into something further along in his purpose, like doing the podcast, sharing my story and, you know, going into other avenues to really help people, which is what I like to do. Talk to people, like teach, um, Mm -hmm. 
and etc and I was like okay you know I was so busy trying to do it my way but sometimes God has to like twist your hand or force things to happen in order for us to see okay you know what God I get it now I get it it is your will your will be done not mine let me pump my brakes and drive slow let me reevaluate reassess and redefine what it is that you have me on this journey for and not what (laughs) what my thoughts are because it says our um our thoughts and wills aren't his his plans are bigger and better than ours and we may never know what they are until it's time to walk into that new season and open that new door Yes, agreed. Very, very much. But, oh my gosh, this has been so fun. I thank you so much again for being a guest here today. It's been very nice to talk to you and just to talk a little bit about each of our lives here and how God has worked in those mysterious ways for us, you know, and just finding our purpose in life. And once again, I know that you are so excited, you know, for the future things for yourself. So I'm very happy for you and can't wait to see what God does in your life here as well. But thank you again. I appreciate it so much. Thank you again, Danny, for having me on to really just have a conversation around purpose and passion. Just really share our stories because I really hope it blesses your listeners and the audience that's going to listen to this later on. Yes, yes, definitely. Well, to kind of end the show, do you want to talk to people about you know, your book or how to you know get a hold of you or what your dream and passion is for other people? And sure. So um, the name of my book is actually called Chocolate Drop in Corporate America, From the Pit to the Palace. And this book was actually birthed out of frustration after I said enough was enough of just dealing with, you know, the systemic racism in corporate America, just seeing um, so many people were treated unfairly, whether it was due to their age, whether it was due to their sexual orientation, um, whether it was through, due to their cultural background or etc. So I was like, okay. And I can relate to that due to the fact that, you know, not only am I a minority, but I'm also a woman in a male-dominated field, such as oil and gas. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm also, you know, the only one on my team that was a quote-unquote chocolate drop. So I saw a lot of differences. And then whenever you work for a global organization, you start to see that there is some separation between how some people are treated versus other people and what I want my book to convey is that inclusion diversity and equity starts with all of us coming together and so on the cover of my book you see that there's multiple people from various professional professions there's also Mm -hmm. people from various cultural backgrounds and etc to know that it takes each one of us coming together and putting aside our differences and looking for ways to partner our skills and assets in order to create a revolution that is sustainable and extraordinary. And I also put a world on the cover of my book because I want people to know that, you know, these issues don't just happen in America, but they happen worldwide. But it's up to us to have these transparent conversations and to talk about the issues that are at hand, whether you have an issue that you personally endured or whether you want to learn from someone else's issue and you want to educate yourself so you can be an ally to that person or whatever the case may be. 
And then the subtitle of the book is From the Pit to the Palace, meaning that sometimes you have to go through your dark seasons in life in order to appreciate the light and at the end of the tunnel that you are getting ready to walk through. Because sometimes we have to go through the pressure but at the end it produces a diamond and you see the refining but if that pressure was never there would that diamond shine as bright as it does yes oh i love it that is so awesome. yeah that's that's the book in a um, nutshell so you'll see various underlying themes in the book I have mm-hmm. a exercise at the end of the book, which is called a discovery exercise. Who am I? And I talk about who Genesis is, but I also want the readers to have their own who am I? So who is Danny? Because I felt mm-hmm. like so many times in life growing up, people asked us, hey, what do you want to be? But they forgot to ask us, who do you want to be when you grow up? Which is more important mm-hmm. because the who is part of your morals, your values, and etc. Whereas what is like a fine of confinement that keeps you boxed in and etc. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, that is great. That is so good. Thank you so much for sharing. That is awesome. And of course, you know, for anybody who is listening to this today as well, we'll have all of your links to be able to contact you or to get your book and all of these other great things about you. I will put all of those in the show notes as well. But like I said, thank you again. It's been so nice to have you. And of course, for everybody here, we would love it if you would rate, you know, and review this episode here, share it with your friends. We love that we can share any bit of, you know, positivity and upliftment for you as well. Otherwise, have a great rest of your week, guys, and we will see See you again next time.